Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. We are still here. Uh, at any point, though, could be today's show, could be tomorrow, could be Wednesday, could be later in the week, we will just get up and leave mm-hmm. and we will begin Melbourne's biggest game of hide-and-seek. The game will be on. The mm. first person to find us hidden somewhere, anywhere in Melbourne will win $50,000. And I thought, look, it'd be cool to get some tips on someone that knows how to hide and I don't think we're going to get any better than our next guest. Our next guest was a fugitive who was on the run for over 13 years across 54 different countries. All right, we're getting a person at 30 He's released a book called Gringo, My Life on the Edge as an International Fugitive. Please welcome to the show, Dan Tito Davis. Hello, mate. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. You were on the run for over 13 years. Um, You were trying to evade uh, members of the FBI, CIA, US Marshals, Homeland Security, just to name a few. Wowee. Was that 13 years of just constant anxiety and looking over your shoulder? You know, the first few years was pretty tough. They thought they had me in Mexico one time, and I knew you know, some people down there that were, you know, part of the cartel, and they had uh, they knew the federales, so uh, they knew that uh, hey, the red notice is up, they're gonna you know move on me, so uh, managed to move out before they came down to the spot. Oh my! Then they goodness. took another shot shot at me in uh, in Costa Rica, and I evaded them there. Another one in Belize, and uh, slipped out of that deal. Then I lost. They lost me for eleven years. What was the key to staying undetected? Because that's what we need to do. We need to fly under the radar, Jace. Is it about? Is it about pretending you're someone cell else? Phone. And your passports, like some passports have like, you know, a GPS chips in them. It depends what country. I, I wouldn't even be surprised some driver's licenses do. But when you're a future, everything's identification. What about your appearance? Is it true that you went to the lengths of having plastic surgery to alter your appearance? Yeah, I had to lose like eight years one time to match a stolen British passport I had. So I went in to Guadalajara, Mexico, and, uh, you know, went underneath the knife. In fact, I went and bought some hair too, and uh, you know, after I walked out of getting this hair transplant, I asked this guy, uh, "There's who the hair transplant? If you knew a good plastic surgeon." We're talking to Dan Tito Davis this morning. He was a fugitive who was on the run for 13 years. Gringo is his book. It's available on Amazon.com. Hey, Tito, while you were on the run for 13 years, did you have to have? a made-up backstory ready to go? Like, say if you just met me in a cafe and I was like, oh, what's your name? What do you do for yourself? Did you have, like, a, a bullshit story ready to roll? Oh, yeah, I had a, had a, had a real good one, man. I was like, you know, a, a travel agent and then going around, uh, like, on, um, you know, uh, familiarization trips. I had, uh, you know, a website set up. I mean, all the, the business wow. cards. I mean, real, real nice business cards. This saved me a few times. Wow. So you had to have everything in place. So if I Googled your website, I'd find it. You just had this whole fake life set legit. up. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I was part of the International Travel Agents Association. So, I mean, they could they could call up and you get verified too. Hey, Tito, in your time on the run, and you've got to sell this backstory to people and not be the real guy you are, did you ever meet someone and go to fall in love? And, and they're falling in love with this fake persona? Yes. Yeah, in fact, my, uh, my third wife, I lost like three perfectly good wives due to my lifestyle. Oh. Love with everyone of it. Wow. You know, a sad deal. 
But I remember I was with her in Venezuela. I knew when I uh, had to eventually break the news to her that I was a fugitive. I took her out of Venezuela because I didn't want her to freak out and go down to like you know the cop shop or yeah. drop a dime on me. Yeah. And she's you know she's comfortable there, so I took her like to Cancun. Good call. Take her somewhere where there's an open bar. Take the edge <laughs> off. I like your way of thinking. Yeah, that's good. I like it. <laughs> and what are you doing now, Tito? Oh, I'm working on doing a mini series, trying to get that together. It's hey. doing good, man. It's having a fun time. Hey, uh, I still shit myself if there's a cop car behind me on Punt Road. Yeah. You know how you just feel like you've done something wrong? Panic. Yeah. Do you Panic. still have that feeling now? If you're in traffic and you look in the rearview mirror and there's a cop car, does your heart rate <laughs> get up there? <laughs> no. They, they, uh, like when I went through immigration one time, the, the guy pulled me up and he says, hey, man, can you slow down? And I said, you know, why? He said, uh, see, you got a book. I said, what do you mean? He said, yeah, I just printed up the cover of your book and I want you to sign it. <laughs> immigration <laughs> oh. wanted you. Oh the fugitive They're book. so scary over there. Jeez. Um, yeah. Well, look, uh, Gringo, My Life on the Edge as an international fugitive is available on Amazon.com. Tito, we really appreciate you jumping on this morning, mate. Thanks for your time. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good day and, uh, you know, rock and roll. Light the feud. <laughs> All right, there we go. So we know we're prepped for hide and seek That's or if we get in trouble with the law. We now know what to do. Yeah. So if if someone's, I don't, I don't if someone's close, if someone's right on the on the case, are you allowed to run and relocate? Uh, no, so no, we're going to be in the sta- same spot. As soon okay. as we're found, fifty thousand dollars. Melbourne's biggest game of hide and seek will happen sometime this week. Lauren and I will leave the studio and we will hide somewhere in Melbourne. First person to find us wins fifty thousand dollars here on Melbourne's Kiss. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.